I think we can do better for the Lord. Hallelujah. God has been good to us. Amen. Last night, the Lord blessed us with this wonderful worship time. I believe our worship ascended to the Lord. Amen. Today, we didn't get Agbaja. Last night was Agbaja night. <laughs> with the Bethel Gospel Choir. And today, we've had some, you know, cool side of praise and worship. Amen. This morning, as we move into the moon of Christmas, noon of Christmas, we want to appreciate the Lord. Let me read a scripture and then we shall pray. From Matthew chapter 1 and verse 20 and 21. But while he taught on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, Thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary, thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word which has come to us in different forms. We thank you for what is yet to come. I pray that, Lord, we shall all hear you rightly. And, Lord, grant us the grace not to be hearers only, but to be doers. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Merry Christmas to you all, brethren in the Lord. Okay. Oh, this church... Merry Christmas to you all. Now I'm here in the church. Now, today is very special. I'm very sure that people who are called Joseph, Mary, Emmanuel, and if you are in the Latin America area, Jesus, and all feel very good. Because you are, we, we, those who are named after Jesus, we, because me too, I'm Emmanuel. <laughs> it's easy to say, oh, my parents gave me a wonderful name, so today is my special day. Blessed be the Lord for those whose birthday is 25th. Even they, and they are also called Emmanuel, or they are called Joseph. I'm very sure they feel inside, they are really in the holy of holies of heaven. Amen. I wish I could endorse that, but that is not the case according to the scriptures. Amen. You know, like how Reverend Dennis used to say that I was fair. Um, me too, once upon a time when I was in primary school, I was actually an actor. And I, mean, I don't think my wife even knows about this. And I was one of the three wise men. So, in the first place, the Bible doesn't say that there are three. They say wise men from the East Cape. But I don't know how because of the gifts, we always say three wise men. And I was the one presenting the part that had to do with the frankincense. And I remember that in that play, um, you sing your, your part, and then you come and present. So I had to sing, frankincense, so far have I 
incense owns a deity nine, prayer and praising, all men praise, raising, worshiping God, oh high. Then they will respond. And we have rehearsed for a very long time. <laughs> and I knew my lies. And I got to the place. And I took the microphone. And I was walking with my gift. And I said, Frank incense to offer her vibe. The words were not coming. <laughs> and I walked majestically. Majestically. <laughs> so anytime that chorus is sung, I don't feel easy at all. <laughs> so when I see somebody struggling with their lines in a play, I really sympathize with them. Because I've been there before. And I know that it can happen to you. May it not happen to you. May it not happen to you. When it matters most, and you have to deliver, and the words are not coming, you can see that. Hmm. As somebody who say in God, Hallelujah. Today, I'm speaking on the theme, you have a part in the Christmas story. You have a part in the Christmas story. When I was also in primary school, we had a Nigerian, I think it's a Yoruba man. He loved poems. I think he was called Adesanya. That's a Yoruba name, I believe. Adesanya. Is a, a, uh, Adesanya. That's his, a Yoruba name. He was very tall. He loved poetry. He taught us things fall apart. I mean, like the poem. Then he taught us also about all the world is a stage. All the world is a stage by Shakespeare. Uh, as you like it. And he used to say that all the men and women are merely players. They have their exits and their entrances. And one man in his time plays many parts. And he went on and on. We love we the way he used to present the, 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 the Shakespearean experience. He would dramatize it. For that much, I remember that teacher. And as I was thinking about the Christmas experience, it's very easy for us to see it all as, as the children have displayed. I look forward to that annual drama and all of it. But the bigger picture is that we are all part of a story which is unfolding and unlike the drama that the children displayed, you know, they had a part and then when they were finished, you saw those two young children struggling over the microphone and one person did a, a, a sugar somewhere and somebody started crying. <laughs> they haven't understood the essence of that what they call, maybe we call a performance or a message. They haven't understood fully what God is using them for. And I realized that in the life drama or life presentation, in the uh, part in the Christmas story, it can easily occur to us the same way as it occurred to those children. You can be part of the drama of life or the play of life the story of life. The story of the birth of Christ. 
and not realize how serious the platform or the stage of life is. We can easily be on the stage. We are actually on the stage. In the eyes of heaven, we are on the stage. At once in in two. At once in three. Every time, as the days tick, as we sleep, as we wake up, as we sleep, as we come to church, it can look like a drama. It can look like a play. It can look like something that is just for people to watch and be happy and to be filled. But when you look at the scriptures in Colossians chapter 3, verse 17 and 23, you realize that the scripture said, Whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now it says, Giving, please don't cut it off. Giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Do you know there are many plays, movies, that to get one person to play a role, they can, they can audition about a thousand people. Any movie you see, which is a classic, before they decide that Kofi or Amma is the one to play any lead role or any part of their drama, they would have talked to so, they would have asked so many people to try their lines and see those who will make it. If you sleep, sometimes if they're crying, it's artificial, they can tell. If you are likely to break in the middle of the production, they can tell. Last night after we had the program, one of our sisters, Amma, who happens to be with the Ebo White group, was here. And I called her before the team that put together the program last night, some of the team members. And I said, Amma, give us a few lines of your drama that you are going to show at um, National Theatre in the few days coming, Webo White's play. Then she, I can't remember all the things, she rattled some things. And I remember one part she was talk, describing an Osofumami, buying, I said, do you think that I'm one of those Osofumamis who go around the market, yeah, Mami, Mami Toast, Mami uh, uh, Jane, Mami this. Some, there's a part of a play like that. And as she did, it, she made it look so real. And many times in a drama, before they select, as I said, you, some people would do well to imitate what the writer is trying to do. But many don't make it. Only one person, ultimately. Hallelujah. In the story of Christmas, I see many people who played different roles. Over the years, over generations, young people, old people, groups have tried to represent the story to the best that we can. And we saw our children try to dramatize it. I've noticed, number one, that no stage on earth can take the full story of the Christmas. No drama group, Hollywood, cannot contain the full story. That's the first thing I've observed. And that is why Hollywood tries to imitate Christ in false ways. They come every four or five years. Somebody will come up. A a heathen person will try to read some things and add some philosophies. And they'll try to remake the story. And the thing doesn't add up. Then they'll end up blaspheming against Christ and our God. Hallelujah. 
So it's not possible to present the full message of Christmas on this stage or any other stage, whether it's a one-hour movie or two-hour movie, because it's actually a story of a life, a story of, of, of humanity. Hallelujah. And it's a story you cannot begin only from Bethlehem. It's a story that must begin from, from, from Eden before you get to Bethlehem. And it doesn't end in Bethlehem because it goes into eternity. Hallelujah. But the important thing is that, you see, we are not going to worry our heads about things we don't have control over. I cannot be a, a, a playwright like the Shakespeare and all these, uh, Achebe and all these people who write wonderful uh, Bo White and Co. And even if they are that good, they still cannot represent the message of the birth and the life of Christ in the way that God actually, actually uh, put it to pass. Hallelujah. But we all, every individual Christian or child or creation on earth, has an opportunity to, through representing any of the artists, the key players, Mary, Joseph, Zacharias, the shepherds, the kings or the wise men from the east, all the people in the, the story, if God opens your eyes, and you are able to see the purpose of God placing that person in that picture, something will change in your life. Say amen. What will change in your life will only change or it affects you if you know the central figure of the story. Hallelujah. Now let's go to the passage we read in uh, Matthew chapter 1 verse 21. There was a, a line there that God put to uh, Joseph. Which is the main thing says, verse 21, let's look at just 21. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Hallelujah. Now this whole story, not all the beautiful things aside, the story is incomplete if this message of the purpose of Jesus coming on earth, saving his people from their sins, is not emphasized, nor is not actualized. Any person who came to play a role in the story of Christmas came to present this story of Jesus, the Savior. Jesus, the one, the deliverer. Jesus, the one who connects man to God. Hallelujah. Now let's look at the story. Number one person is Mary. We cannot talk about Mary without linking him to the saving power of Jesus. We can talk about the, mirror, the, 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 the fact that Mary was discreet. When you read the story, I'm not going to read all the stories about Mary because of time. Today is Christmas. Hallelujah. We just want to just go over the mind, the story. In the accounts... That Luke gave. In the accounts that Matthew gave. In the accounts that we know from the scriptures. We know that Mary, when the Lord appeared to her. First, the Lord appeared to Joseph to begin with. When the Lord appeared, as we read in the passage. In that passage, we are told that the angel appeared to. It was not Joseph who invited um, uh, 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 the angel. But the first seed came 
to Mary. Now, her reaction, we are not told whether, whether she, like a modern day uh, uh, Mary Stopes person, you know Mary Stopes or PPAG, thought of going to just abort. I don't know whether they, those kind of groups existed at the time, but she was more worried about the embarrassment. Mary Stopes is a organization in the world that is promoting that people can have abortion even up to the 11th hour. You must, as a child of God, be careful about such organization, PPAG. PPAG, Planned Parenthood Association of Ghana. In America, they are, they are called a different name. They are PPA, whatever. But the point I'm making is that these groups promote abortion. Now, Mary, as a young maiden, could have fallen into that. But much as Mary did not fall into that bait of going to commit abortion. Mary is said to be a very discreet person. The scriptures, and Mary kept all these things in her. It's a good lesson. The, the story says that Mary feared the Lord. It's a good lesson. Hallelujah. There are many good things that are said about Mary. She was a blessed of the Lord. And each one of us, in most of this place, we like to play the role of Mary, if you're a girl. Most women don't like to play the role of uh, the Ingozi in the Nigerian movie. Or the other one, the other woman who is always, who is always pestering. I don't, know who, I don't know her name. Aha, you see, they know the name. Every time she's the witch in the, in the she's always the cause trouble in the movie. Nobody likes that Osoko's role. There's also some bearded man who always likes Juju. <laughs> I don't know his name. Huh? Peter what? Indochi. Nobody likes that part. We all like the Mary part, the Elizabeth part, the Joseph part. Why do we like those things? Because when you read the story of Jesus and the birth, they all represent good character. Joseph was a man, the scripture says, he was a noble, he was a man of faith. When you read about Joseph, you read about somebody who had an encounter with the supernatural and was still calm. The angel appeared. How many of us have seen, had dreams about God, about heaven? But Joseph had an encounter with angels. In his dream, he wasn't dreaming about horses chasing him or cows chasing him. He was dreaming about God giving him instructions. He knew the voice of God. When the child wanted, uh, Herod wanted to kill the child, he was the one that God spoke to and said, take the child to Egypt. Many of us, when God is telling us that, we will not hear. You say, I was born in Bethlehem, and the child was born in Bethlehem, and we live in Nazareth. We are going back. From Nazareth we came, let's go back. The man will say, I married you. Go, follow me. But the angel, the Lord spoke to Joseph and he heard. It's a good lesson. Hallelujah. It's good to look at the life of Joseph and the lessons of the life of Joseph. A man who was God-fearing, who loved the Lord, who loved his wife, who, was not a, who didn't want to embarrass the wife. It's a good lesson. It's a good moral lesson. It's a good biblical lesson. When you look at Zachariah, a man who didn't have faith, and equally Joseph, who had faith, but Zachariah, who didn't have faith, and the Lord had to preach to him messages upon messages. Say, there will be a performance of these things. Your wife, Elizabeth, will take seed. And then the, the child that is there is going to be a great man of God. 
And he was, you see, after his encounter, even though he was rebellious initially, later you see Zacharias in Luke chapter 1, he was very, very submissive. And according to the scripture, the name he was given, the, the family said, oh, we want to honor you. Which father doesn't want to be honored? But he said, no, his name shall be called John. And that same moment, his tongue was open. And when his tongue was open, he didn't insult the family. He didn't quarrel. He didn't have a problem. He quickly prophesied. Prophesied. He spoke the word of God as inspired by God. Hallelujah. He openly declared. And some of the declarations he made today are guiding many lives. Even though many of us may say, despise Zacharias, oh, he seemed to have failed. He didn't know the voice. He argued with God. So God punished him. But at the end of the day, if you look at him, he was the one that Jesus said, like the uh, two, people, two brothers, one will be sent, he says, I will go. He doesn't go. And the one who said, he, uh, he won't go. He rather went. He's like that. But when he changed, when he, his heart was convicted, you saw that his prophecy was ditto, ditto about John the Baptist and about Jesus. Everything happened. So we could look at the life of Zachariah as an example of faith. Of the somebody who feared God now and also dealt in the supernatural. The wise man from the east. The Bible doesn't tell us whether they were Jews or they were Christians. East means India, China. In those days, east. So they probably were not even born. They didn't know the God of Israel. They were likely to be magicians. They were maybe voodoo people. They were maybe something else. I don't know what they were. But they were different from their stock. So God had taken them. It could be in a different tradition or whatever. But in God, in his sovereignty, he intentionally put the word from the east. The east, that time, Judaism was not in the east. Christianity was not born. It was born when Christ came. So how the wise men discern the voice of God and follow the voice of God. See, when the scripture says in the Old Testament that the eye of the Lord is moving to and fro, seeking to show himself strong on behalf of those who are perfect to him, that is the kind of people we are talking about. He may look like a heathen, but God still used them to fulfill his assignment to bring to pass the revelation of Christ. Say amen. The wise men from the east. And you see, they teach us a lesson that we should honor greatness. They teach us a lesson that when they heard that the king had been born, they didn't go empty. Many of us, we go to many great people or great places just like that. No, no. When they heard they were going to the king, they prepared themselves. And the things that they brought, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, were prophetic by nature. Every one of them symbolized something in the spirituality of the kingdom. And they all symbolize something about what Christ was to go through and what we are to inherit through Christ. How they got that revelation, that one is God's matter. Hallelujah. But we all like to play the role of the wise men, like I was chosen to be a, one of those and wearing the, the thing and singing and uh, unfortunately I lost my words. Hallelujah. But the wise men teach us great lessons about how to hear from God. They watch a star. Today we don't watch stars. When you go into stars, gazing and that, that you are dealing with something like astrology. Hallelujah. Then the scripture speaks against astrology. But they were divinely directed. Today we are to be led by the Holy Spirit. 
And if we are wise men, we are led by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So we could look at the wise men. So could we look at the shepherds. Humble. They represent humility. They represent people who could connect to heaven. People who understood worship. Who could also understand the agency of the time. The Bible said when they heard the news from the angel, they abandoned their flock. It's a prioritization. It's a good lesson for us in the kingdom story. It's just like I said, we, we all are part of the story. Every one of us is part. The story is real to you as it is to me. Hallelujah. And every one of them, you could fit into any of them to meet your need, to please God. Colossians 3.17 that whatever you do, whether you are a, 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 a shepherd, or a wise man, or a Mary, or a Joseph, or a Zachariah, or an Elizabeth, whatever part you have to play, just be careful you are not a herald. Hallelujah. Just be careful you are not a, an executioner of herald. Just make sure that by the grace of God, you, that role that God places upon you in the Christmas story. God will grant you the grace to do it. Now he says, do it, giving thanks. Do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now when you are doing things in the name of the Lord Jesus, you are doing it with the aim to lead many to salvation. Say amen. Because we read that the objective of God sending Jesus is that man may be saved. Say amen. Save from, sickness, uh, from, from, from Satan, save from the world, save from darkness, save from the blindness, save from the influence of demonic power. And every time you are functioning as Zachariah prophesying, you are functioning as Joseph, being a man who discerns spiritual things, or being Elizabeth, the woman carrying in the womb, the prophet called uh, John the Baptist, Playing the role of Mary, a mother who is passionate about her child, who is discreet. Let it be that you are doing it as unto the Lord. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus means you are doing it to lead to deliverance. You are doing it to lead to salvation. You are doing it to lead to he uh, healing. You are doing it to, to bring affection. Jesus, the scripture says, giving thanks to God. Now, Playing that role must not be done in grief and pain and grumbling. It must be done in thanksgiving. Anytime you have an opportunity to serve God in whatever capacity, whether we saw the ship here, they were supposed to do it to serve God. In the, 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 the shepherds, they were supposed to do it to thank God. Any role God offers to you and I, as a husband, as a wife. You see, Mary and, uh, and Joseph represent a family, a couple. That role, that function as a couple is to serve God and to bring thanks to God. People should look at your marriage. People should look at your connection between your wife and you or you and your husband. You and your whoever. Joseph and Mary. And be a model. That leads to thanking God and the Father by him. Look at 23 and then we close. Verse 23. Colossians 3.23. It says, whatsoever ye do, whether you are playing the role of Mary, you are playing the role of Joseph, you are playing the role of Elizabeth, playing the role of Zachariah, 
You are playing any role, prophetic, whatever, whether you are dealing with the supernatural or the natural according to the order. You are being discreet. You are being, whatever you do, the scripture says, as to the Lord. Don't, let's not do it as unto men or making it to make, be popular or to be accepted by men, but as unto the Lord. Every one of us has been invited. Ah, is that Sister Shelley? Welcome. I saw your husband earlier. Clive and go. As unto the Lord. I pray that we will, God will open your eyes and open my eyes to see where we fit in. You may desire to be any of the stars. You may desire or in, the, in the story of the birth of Christ. There's nothing wrong with it. The Bible says emulate or uh, uh, be followers of those who through faith and patience inherited the promises. These people that are there, they have inherited the promises. You may want to be, but ultimately, as Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. I imitate Joseph as he imitates Christ. I imitate Mary as he imitates Christ. I imitate any of them, Zacharias, as he imitates Christ. For as long as he tracks, he follows Jesus. And when we say imitating Christ, not just mention the name Jesus, but seeking to lead to the salvation, the deliverance, the healing, the restoration. Jesus, the name Jesus is a, it's a New Testament form of Joshua, which means the, 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 the deliverer or the, the one who brings uh, people out of bondage. So let all that you do on this Christmas day lead to somebody's liberty. Maybe liberty from uh, freedom from poverty. Freedom from any kind of mindset which is not acceptable to God. Freedom from any kind of immorality. Freedom from any kind of uh, lifestyle or mentality. Depression. Low self-esteem. Freedom from anything that is condemning. Freedom from above all the condemnation of sin. May God help you and I as we celebrate Christmas. That the meaning of Christmas and your role and my role in the Christmas story will be real and alive. It will not just be a play like Shakespeare's play. It will not just be a play, Ayukwe Ama play. It will not just be a play, Atukwe Okan play. It will be a real play, Isi Sutherland play, whatever. It must be a real life. Because every minute of your life is part of that documentary or that movie. I pray that it will make meaning in the sight of God. God will approve you and approve me as we play our role in the, in, the, in, the, in the eternal movie of life. The story of life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Let us pray. As we have been told, Christmas isn't just about the food, the clothing and all. Say, Lord, I want to understand my part in this whole story. And any part, sometimes people are giving parts and lines and they, they, like I did, I forgot my lines. May you not forget your lines in this story. May I not forget my lines. Sometimes we get overconfident and we miss out on our lines when it matters most. When you, you need to bring healing and strength, at that critical moment, we may do something that may de- de- negate all that God has been saying. Lord, for, help me 
that when my time, my season comes, when my, my stage time comes, and they say, at one, since so and so, I will be ready. And I will live to fulfill it. And I will do it in the next So that as history is being written in heaven, one day when the angels open the books of our drama, the same the good story will be written. Just as a good story has been written about Mary, about Joseph, about all these great people, and we are today learning from them. You can write a story. I will also write a story worth reading, worth watching. May the Lord help us all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. You play a part. All right. You have a part to play. Can we take our offering, Christmas offering? We want to do it as unto the Lord. If you have your envelope for the equipment, you can drop it in the offering bowl as well. We bless the